1: Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
2: This is Stag Stories, the show which tells Stags fans the stories of former players and staff from yesteryear through their eyes and words. Today's episode is part two of our conversation with former defender Martin Riley. You can find part one on our website now. Please note this episode contains strong language and some stories which viewers and listeners may find offensive. This episode was filmed at the Capo Lounge on Tuesday, the 4th of June. This is Stag Stories with Martin Riley, part 2. Welcome to another episode of Stags Stories. For you, it's been a week. For me, Nathan and Cam and Martin Riley, it's been practically about five minutes since we last stopped talking about the first part of Martin's uh, journey with the Stags. If you want to relive it, if you've missed it, you can catch it on our website and, of course, on all good podcast apps as well. So get yourself on there and uh, catch up with part one of Stags Stories with Martin Riley, because... Some of what we're going to talk about in part two probably won't make sense if you've not watched part one. Nathan, it was an absolutely interesting insight, wasn't it, into uh, Martin's first spell with us? You eagerly anticipating what he's going to say about his second. First I, I want to know which per- which player out of the football league squad is going to be sparking up flags on the bus and following in Gary Robertson's <laughs> footsteps.
3: Oh, well, and how many fistfights have been as well? of exactly. those stories more than uh, more than I expected. But no, it was a, it was a, a very interesting insight, you know, to. Uh, to the conference days, but we we fast forward in a couple of a uh, couple of years to more recent times, and obviously, when we're back
2: in the league, so it'd be interesting to see uh, you know what other stories have come forward. Well, it's time to jump through time now. The last time we left it, the Stags had just been beaten at home to York in the playoff semi-final second leg. You said last time, Martin, that you hadn't spoken about contracts and things like that. We wanting to stay. What were your options after? What were you thinking after the the defeat?
0: Um, yeah yeah no I
2: was I was wanting to
0: stay I was yeah um, uh looking back now um, there was I think there was definitely um, um, a lot of things that I did wrong uh, with the way that I left um, left things standing a little bit with Cox at the end of that season but I also think that um, you can say the same for him. I don't think we both played, played, um, handled things very well. Um, and at the end, it came down to
2: um, yeah, me me leaving and, and going to Wrexham. You had a great season at Wrexham, Wembley twice, won the FA Trophy on penalties. End of that season comes, and all of a sudden, the transfer windows open, and Mansfield Tanner are an, announcing a new sign. And lo and behold, <laughs> it's you. You're back. What brings you back? Very strange, isn't it? Really,
0: I suppose. Um, like I say, it didn't. It ended very strangely um, with me and Coxey um, at the end of that season. It, it was strange. The first year I was there, like I like I mentioned um, in in the previous episode, it, it it was Mickey that brought me in and although obviously coxie would have would have signed it off and, and whatever it was it was it always felt like i was um, like mickey's kind of player i never really had um i had more of a relationship with mickey than i did with with coxie and uh, i think that obviously went a lot of the way to to um, why why we parted ways
2: at that season but um because Mickey had left us Mickey left as well at the end of that he ended yeah, up going yeah, back yeah. into first team management elsewhere Yeah. and then was stepped up to the assistant role yeah
0: all. yeah um, yeah well it was it was I think it was Christmas that year and, and Coxie got married he got married around around that time and um, I I just texted him out of the blue and I just said um, you know congratulations uh, getting married etc you know just one of those messages
2: and he, and he messaged me back
0: saying I, um, you know,
2: how it's a nice going. thing to do from your perspective because I think a lot of times when footballers leave managers, if they've not had the, the most friendliest of relationships, it wasn't that me and Coxie
0: ever had a, a bad relationship at all, it was just that we didn't have much of a, of a, yeah. of a relationship. Um, and then from that moment, you know, we, we, we kind of kept in touch and, and, and we spoke, and we um, kept in touch to the end of that year. and and um, if if we'd have got promoted that year with Wrexham which we should have done um, you know that was heartbreaking losing in, in the final after having such a good season and we were the better team on the day um, at Wembley and stuff but um, it would have been extremely difficult to leave to leave Wrexham that year but um, the fact that you know it was it was going back into the league for myself was was um, was massive for me and obviously joining Mansfield again, which I had such a good year, about two years before, and having so many friends in the town and, and a, a good relationship with the fans and, and, and everyone, it was a it was too good to, to turn down.
2: And obviously a lot of the squad were sort of still together because that was one thing that you did, like to keep the core, core of that. Was that another big draw for you as well? Were you thinking in the back of your mind We've got so far. It's brilliant to see that they back in the football league. We can probably go on to achieve achieve more. Yeah,
0: I don't think if if I had any suspicion that 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 year would have been a struggle, then it would have made things a, a lot different for me. I mean, no one wants to go and join a team that's going to struggle. Um, so, yeah. Although League Two was a massive draw, if if I thought that it was going to be a relegation battle, then. I probably wouldn't, have, probably wouldn't have come back
2: to be honest. It's an interesting one that because on paper with every single season since we've been back in the Football League we've always finished higher than where we were but that first season back in the Football League everybody did expect us to struggle but actually we had a relatively decent season. Yeah, we did yeah
0: yeah yeah
2: I think we had a real bad spell didn't we? Apart from
0: the bad spell that we had was it was around Christmas time, or yeah, well, we used to.
2: We tended to have yeah. under bad spells at yeah. Christmas, but because of the previous two seasons where it had always got better in yeah. January, that sort of picked up a little yeah, bit. And yeah. He was given that patience. Well, we thin- I
0: think we finished finished joint eighth or joint ninth that year. Yeah,
2: which for obviously
0: a new, newly promoted team was a massive achievement. Um, I, th- I even think there was talks about a playoff run at one point, um, which might have been a bit far fetched, but. Yeah, no, I think think, to be honest that first season back in the league was was a massive positive for for everyone
2: Be honest, when you were speaking to Coxie and talking about coming back did you ask him A, where are we going for pre-season are we going to Skeggy, and are we having (laughs) a punch-up (laughs) <laughs> we used to have to get the boats. We went to um, Malta that year. went to Malta that year, yeah. That must be a bit of, you must have been thinking, bloody, I'm in here two yeah, years. Yeah, we yeah. going to Skeggy
0: for a pre-season, so now we Malta. went from Skeggy to Malta, yeah. <laughs> that was a good trip as well. No comparison. Yeah. That is it? Uh, the, my biggest regret of that Malta trip was not getting on the chairman's yacht for the, uh, for the last time. <laughs> I, think, I think we were, um, so we went a good Good little trip. To be fair, we played a team out there and worked hard. We had, we had a few real good days training, and uh, we had a night out on the uh, shock team bonding, <laughs> team bonding. It's called. Cool. Uh, and we went out to, um, obviously, went into the, the clubs and stuff. And uh, the chairman was taking, taking the directors and the managers and I think a few players out on the on the yacht the next day. So a few of the boys I definitely remember Steve out there, Dents was there. I think they stayed up all night just to get on the chairman's yacht and the next day. I ended up um, going back to my hotel room, lagging and falling asleep and I missed out on the uh, on the boat trip. So I was a bit devastated about that. But yeah, that, that was that was a good trip away as well. I can't I don't think there was any fights. I don't think there was any fights out on that trip, so
2: Mayth, you were out there. Was yeah. there any trouble out in Malta?
3: It wasn't that year. I was out. No. It was the second time I was out, Shopping. fortunately. Can't, i can't well, really I, sure I was on that yacht as well, to be fair. Too hard. It was <laughs> <isn't laughs> a great
0: cha- Chairman's Hill was one of the worst experiences. The Chairman found this hill up in up in Malta. Obviously, he knew the area quite well. And he had us running up and down that for a day, I think. It was not very nice <laughs> it is
3: really hilly i know when yeah. i went uh, the they went out for a se- for pre-season would have been the second uh, was of years ago yeah it was Evans, yeah. so it wasn't even that longer two yeah. years ago um i remember i can't remember i, I called it vionetta but whatever it's called um, uh, the, the oh what's it called now Via v- 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 yeah, somewhere yeah. isn't it but um but yeah, I could it being an actor anyway. But I know <laughs> that's really, really hilly over there, so I can sort of, sort of imagine what you yeah, do, yeah. what it was like. But um, it must be a good thing going on because obviously some clubs do it, and and some do it, some do it, some, do it, some just stay in the country. So it must be, yeah. You know, for you, do you think it's uh, it makes a big difference going abroad, or does it's, it not really matter? It's a nice
0: change of scenery, definitely, definitely. Um, like I said, the, the, ma- the main priority is that you get some good, warm weather training in. And you get to bond with the lads so all the lads are instead of just coming into the training ground every day and training and then getting off home you're literally spending two three four days in, in each other's company bonding and getting, to, getting used to 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 each other and, and making
2: friendships and and stuff like that so it's definitely definitely worthwhile who in that dressing room would have tried to sail the chairman's yacht who would have Tried to take over and, and probably, me, the
0: seas. probably me if I was on it, yeah. <laughs> um yeah, definitely me. Steve I probably would have tried to have a go as well. Bumped into Steve O actually in the um on the plane to Alba about three or four weeks ago. We was um I, he was on a stag do and I was going out there with my mates. I bumped into him on the plane, so we had a good catch up there. Yeah. Shot we were both drinking as well. <laughs> <laughs>
2: He always seemed like a character, Lee Stevenson. Yeah.
0: Oh, he mentioned his goal at uh, Fratton Park a few times, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Telling my mates about that
2: quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it was an interesting season that season. Obviously, first year back in the Football League, none of us really knew what to what to expect and got through it. And then the, second, the next season comes and this is where it changed a little bit. It's obviously your third season now yeah, number six for the first two seasons and I think you changed to number three yeah what happened there because like all these like social media and stuff it's always life of Riley 6 going yeah, forward yeah, you
0: yeah. Know. yeah nice plug there cheers <laughs> mate <laughs> um,
2: I I've finally got a clue to be honest I couldn't tell you because um, like when you look at the numbers some people would like do you play Football Manager? I'm Football Manager. Um, I did when I was young. Not so, anymore. I'm Football Manager now. If yeah. they want to sponsor us, by the way, get it. Um, <laughs> they have like a social feed now. So it, it sort of predicts what fans would say on social media. And yeah. Whenever you put your squad numbers out, it always says like, oh, like, such and such number three or such and such number six. Surely yeah. he's more of a number ten. And you look at, we looked at yours and sort of three, and everyone's going, is he playing left back? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a strange one. Know. I
0: didn't particularly mind having number three at all. Uh, like you say, I was always number six, but because I played a lot that season on the left of a back three, I suppose it kind of, kind of, um, like, fitted in a little bit, but, yeah, I mean, six was always my number, but um, I can't even remember who, who had six that year. Well, I suppose, just one I'm of those things. But yeah. you know what, it'll come to me it, later.
2: Taff had it, maybe? Yeah, possibly. It'll come to yeah. me, definitely come to me later on. There were certainly some, even though it wasn't there weren't seasons of real success in terms of playoffs or championships or anything like that. There were certainly key games in there which were really great ones. The best one for us was probably... Oh, I don't think it's one you played in, but you would have certainly watched it and from a fan's perspective, Chesterfield away, we win yeah. 1-0. Calvin Andrew writes himself into the Legends Into the legends. book. Was that first year or second so year? First year. First year. year. Mm-hmm. First
0: year. I, I th- yeah, I think I was... Um, suspended or uh, I can't remember if I was injured or suspended for that one but I was, def- I was definitely there and I was definitely watching it and I was absolutely gutted um, that I missed out on that one because obviously as Stags fans I'm sure that, that lives long in the memory um, but yeah just I mean just what a result to be honest I think we'll all be all be honest and say we got battered for most of that yeah. game <laughs> yeah we did it
2: was <laughs> definitely a sort battered
0: for most of that game but um, yeah, we held out, and Calvin obviously ended up scoring a, a set piece, didn't he? And I just, re- I've just got a picture of Jammer. Um, just remember Jammer going, clapping all the away fans at the end. I think there was a video of Jammer, um, and it was just absolute. That right, away, away, giving it all the arms and, and all absolutely that. Absolutely yeah. rocking, yeah, yeah. Jammer loves, he loves to get involved, did not he? If
2: that's still, it, I think that's still his Twitter. Yeah, um, it probably is. It, yeah, it's, it's brilliant and. I think that was the day that he sort of came in came into fans minds a little bit more because he was a new signing that yeah, year yeah. as well and it's it's weird to think that those little moments actually fans remember them more sometimes than scoring a goal yeah. or, or playing particularly yeah, well
0: yeah,
2: yeah definitely it's crazy Um we'll talk a little bit more about um some of the games and, and stuff in a second because by the time that you left for the second time Adam Murray was manager, we'll talk about that in a little while but we always ask people to come on and, and share some of their stories you told us uh, one earlier in the first episode about the Skegness punch up I asked you to give me some headlines earlier and you said Tunnel of Death tell <laughs> me about the Tunnel of Death I've got a story about the Tunnel of Death, I've also got a story about one of um,
0: Steve O's quizzes where um, Ollie Palmer came out with one of the stupidest shouts I've ever heard in my life which one do you want to see? which one do we'll you want go to, to of death first?
2: first and i'll write i'll write a quiz down so we don't <laughs> we don't skip over to it
0: the, to the death okay so i can't remember if it was first year i think it was first year so we used to try to train up at the pitches at um at, at the ground you used to get changed in the ground then um, the first team used to get changed in the home dressing room and the youth team used to get trained up in the
2: um, away dressing room they now switched over as well but Right, away is now the home and right because okay. the home one would have the massive beam in wouldn't it and yeah. the, the booths yeah yeah they now have changed over right okay oh, Sorry. <laughs> yeah yeah um so uh, ev- after
0: every training every day we used to go up and get our food in the um, in the in the uh, in the dining room up in the um, the main stand and uh so there's an unwritten rule in football that the the first team pros eat first, and then the youth team eat second. Um, so we come up for for training after training yeah. for, for our dinner one time, and, and uh, all the kids have been at the food. So we we were like sitting there thinking, oh, little bastards, they've uh, they've been eating the food here without permission, um, and no nowhere to be seen. So we're like, okay, fair enough. So we had a little word with them, told them um you know you have you have you've got to wait for the first team to eat first before you can have your food so it's happened again so the lads have obviously had another word with them lads listen like you get you the first team eat before before you have your food it's just the way it is it's been happening for centuries it's just the way it goes um, so it's happened one more time so we're thinking well, like these the young young lads need teaching a bit of a lesson here so we all got together, and uh, we we came up with a tunnel of death. So obviously the the the, um, the youth team had to get changed in the away dressing room, which was right at the bottom of the corridor. We used to get changed at the home dressing room. So one day they were all in the um, in their dressing room getting changed. All of the first team had lined up, tunnel of death, outside the dressing room. From there to the end of the uh, tunnel, uh, it was anything goes. So punches, kicks, trips. One of the lads had a, one of his razors. He was shaving chunks out of their hair. Um, the lads were getting soap out of the out of the uh, out of the toilets, rubbing it, throwing it in their faces. We had JJ at the bottom of the tunnel with the hose. <laughs> So, so when they made it out of the tunnel, they, they had JJ standing there hosing them down with cold water. So... Did they knew what was waiting for? They, they the knew what was coming, yeah, yeah, because I was banging on the door saying, right, you get out of here now, you little shits. You're having it. You eat our food one more time before you're told to. You're having it. So there's almost about 20 of them in there I'm banging down the door like get out of here you you little shits you're having it and then none of them are moving <laughs> who goes in and grabs them out they're all sitting there absolutely shitting themselves <laughs> you've got the lads banging down the doors going "I right, get out here. <laughs> so eventually we've like dragged them out who's gone in and dragged them out I think I went in there and dragged them out me and Suts dragged him out, <laughs> like, I can remember someone had a broom as well, he Was was hit, hitting them with broom, <laughs> like tripping them up, it from the whole room
2: to the word sweep, <laughs> they're all sweeping out, if it was magic it would have been genius because it's sweeper keeper anyway, so anyway we've got them out,
0: so they're all piling out one by one by one, they're filing out, they're getting digged, jabbed in the root. like I say someone had a shaver, Was taking chunks out of their hair, there was soap getting rubbed in their eyes oh. and everything. Um so one by one they're all coming out anyway, it's a fair place for them, they all they all did it. What we found out later that afternoon, there was two trialists in the room. It was their first day. They've gone home to their parents with chunks out of their hair and soap in their eyes, and their parents have had to ask them, So, how was your first day then?
2: In <laughs> <And then> Van <four. laughs> <laughs> That's, That's
0: crazy.
2: crazy. Who was the youth team manager? Who was in charge? Was it, was it not Coops and, and Mick? Um,
0: it quite possibly was, yeah, yeah, but we obviously passed it with them first. Yeah. Um, and and they had. Um, and they'd obviously passed it off but
2: so just for any parents that are listening or watching that are thinking about putting complaints <laughs> in it was all clear and all okay <laughs> they knew what was coming it wasn't <laughs> That's yeah. done Yeah,
0: <laughs> they knew what was coming yeah no no, fair play to all the young lads as well they took it but I mean that stuff used to go they didn't even give it back yeah I think a few of them tried <laughs> to give it back yeah yeah tried as a kid Yeah. Tried. That, this stuff was, was was regular when I was when I was a youth team I don't think it happens much now
2: but um, I guess it's part of the education of football isn't it because as you say it is, it's etiquette in some ways, you are the first team therefore you get priority yeah, over yeah. the food, you get the priority over the dressing room, the training pitches and when you're a youth team player you're expected to do the jobs, to sweep up, to clean the dressing rooms, to do the boots and wait your and only turn, earn your stripes and, stripes and, yeah, and your yeah. time will come. And if that's not happening, then I guess something has to, to be yeah. done about it. Well, I, I had a
0: big lesson when I was 18, 19, when I, my first trip away with the uh, the Wolves first team, we went to Monte Castillo in Spain. And uh, I was a young, um, chirpy little bastard coming up from the youth team. And um, we thought one day we're going to play a little trick on, on some of the first team pros. There was Paul Ince. <laughs> some, some like some heavy, some big, big hitters in football, and, and um, you know Jodie and Lescott was there, Colin Cameron, Alex Ray, Mark Clyde. some serious, like old school pros, and, and uh, we thought it'd be funny to sneak on the balconies, and, and while they were drying all their swim shorts on the balconies, we thought we'd change them all over, like swap them all over, and we just thought we were having a laugh, and uh, when the when the first team was found out. <laughs> They were absolutely fuming. We got battered. I had chunks I had my hair shaved off. My eyebrows taken off with a razor. I was chased through the hotel by <laughs> So I do remember that season, 18, 19 years old, my first year as a professional footballer for Wolves. My first team photograph was with no hair and no eyebrows. <laughs> I looked like I'd just come off hospital ward. <laughs>
2: <laughs> when you're a player, you always get those dress romantics. Who was the worst for dishing them out? We're talking, we've had them all. We, we've, the best one I think we've ever had, Nath, was when Ian Bowling was here last series and was talking about the surgeon's sponge. You basically, long story short, you're basically in hospital and the surgeon decided to have a bit of a laugh and said that he needed to take a skin graft. And he basically said that he took it off his cock and he got a sponge with some like fake blood in it and dabbed it all around and he's looked down seen all the blood and thought yeah. <laughs> hey, what was the worst sort of moment you had uh, who was the worst with dishing it out I don't
0: know you know
2: because from what you've said to me it might be you it that's it the one that's dishing it, it out might have
0: been yeah to be fair I, I was a bit of a I was a bit of a joker back in the day a bit of a clown uh, I don't think that's probably served me too well looking back <laughs> in the days but yeah, no, it was probably me. Yeah, yeah, I was probably the always the, um, the the dressing room joker, if you like.
2: Who would you, I'll give you two scenarios. The one person you always knew you could play a trick on first, who, if this, your time at the stakes, who would you go, he's having it? Oh, I don't know,
0: Jamie McGuire used to get a lot of stick, to be fair. Yeah, he could take it as well though, but um, yeah, Jamie used to get a lot.
2: And then the opposite way around, who would you think, I'm not going anywhere near I mean you are probably like from like looks wise and the statue you'd probably say big X but yeah. I known as the gentle giant you probably would have gone for it.
0: Yeah, yeah, maybe some of the, the first team is like Muzz and that probably for their experience and and the old you know, um, the the senior boys. Yeah. You, you you just you leave them alone purely on, on respect.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The other headline he gave us was about Steve O's We're talking about the other Steve-O now so we talk yeah. yeah, we're talking about
0: yeah. media steve media steve top man media steve as so he used to um he loves a quiz he loves a quiz he loves a like. quiz well he, he came to my wedding last year and, and um he had he had the whole wedding party eating out of the palm of his hand oh, i can imagine him at about two three o'clock in the morning it <laughs> uh, was unbelievable Um uh, yeah so he used to do he used to do a quiz for our away trips every friday um and uh, we got we got stuck in a I got stuck in a group with Ollie Palmer and Taff. Um, <laughs> <for one of> <laughs> <weeks>. <laughs> <laughs> Bless Ollie and, and, and Taff, like um, not the sharpest, yeah. not the sharpest tools in the book. Are they but um, yeah. So one, I always remember one of the questions um, was in in what year? I say again, in what year did the Titanic sink, and um, I actually knew the answer to the question, and uh, it was
2: 1912. I'm gonna, I'm gonna test Cam before he said that. <laughs> <so. laughs> um, but Ollie
0: Palmer jumps up and he's gone. Whoa, 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 whoa! He said this could be a quick tre- a trick question. He said because it could have sank in one year, but hit the bottom in another. <laughs> 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 and me and we're the lads were just looking at him where do we get this kid from yeah Ollie, Ollie Palmer we've got nickname Trigger to be fair because he he was the brightest oh
2: fantastic <laughs> stuff it's brilliant uh, we'll touch more on the playing side in a little bit but because we've been talking about a quiz yes Cam Cam's back on guess what's back for, the, for Stag Stories Guess what feet Yes, yeah. it is back. Cool, Nathan, you're looking forward to this, aren't you? You know you love a Craig quiz. Yep, it should be good. It's absolutely brilliant. So I, Nathan
4: doesn't look forward to these.
2: No. I'm not in the hot seat, anyway. Yeah, great. I think you enjoy it more when you're not playing. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. it's great when you can laugh at others, but um, yeah. it's not great when you're the one being laughed at. Probably not so great for Martin now. who's slowly realising that he's going to take part in a quiz. <laughs> he wasn't told this at all before he came. Yeah, to a a quiz to be fair. Oh, but, well, love this one, the quiz. This one is very special because this one is all about you. <laughs> every single be easy then. well you would think. What you like the anagrams? Not very good. <laughs> <laughs> shot it already. Um, every single episode that we do of this, we always do a quiz about that person's time at the stags. Um, it's ten questions against the clock. I'll run through the rules in a second. We've had Ian Boulding, we've had Bobby Assel, we've had John Delaye, we've had Stuart Watkiss, Mick Bolding, and of course Richie Barker on Legends Live and Paul Cox, your ex gaffer, and Adam Murray, your ex-teammate, and ex gaffer as well. Where do you think they are, Muzz and Coxie, knowing them, where do you think they are on the leaderboard? You think they're gonna to be towards the top or do you think they're gonna be languishing towards uh, the yeah, Top zone? I reckon. You're going towards well? the top, yeah. You're going top. Well you're wrong. So <laughs> the, the bottom. I'll run through for those of you who uh, have missed it, who missed it in Series One. The current leaderboard: John Daly is leading the way at the moment with nine correct in uh, one minute forty-three. Mick Bolding eight in one thirty-eight. Richie Barker seven in one thirty-seven. Ian Bolding seven in one thirty-nine. Stuart Wock six in one forty-two. Bobby Hassel six in one forty-nine. Adam Murray six in one fifty-two. And by far the funniest part of Legends Live was Paul Cox with five correct in two minutes 42. (laughs) I think he wanted to go on Google at some point and try and find out some of the answers. Uh, So we'll tell you all the rules and everything. Ten questions as I say against the clock. Contestants are looking to get the most correct answers in the quickest time. If you get an answer wrong, it's plus five seconds to your total time. If you pass, it's plus ten. So worth a go even if you don't know. Catchphrase kits. Uh, The time will start after I've asked the first question. Come on in. Ready for this one. I'm just going to move slightly because I'm, I'm conscious that I've got the, c- the questions here. I can see them a
0: little bit. Yeah, I'm going to say I'm going to just move <laughs> around a little bit
2: <laughs> so you can't see the answers and try and mark them off, but there you go. So, Cam, are you going to have got the timer ready? Yeah, the timer will start after I've asked the first question. you okay yeah, the rules, good. yeah? Fantastic. Okay then, let's uh, take part in the quiz. Martin Riley, on your first debut against Bath City, who was your central defensive partner? Start the clock. Bath City? Is that friendly? Your first debut, first season, conference season. Um, Worth a go even if you don't now, can pass for plus 10 seconds. John Thompson? You returned after a spell at Wrexham with the Stags now back in the Football League but against who did you make your Football League debut for the Stags? Um, is, it,
0: is it
2: Northampton? The Stags reached the playoffs during your first spell. You contributed with one goal but against who? Watch. Hexagon Doghouse. Hexagon Doghouse is an anagram of which of your former teammates? Hexagon Doghouse. <laughs> Exodus. Whose 38th minute goal, his only for the club, made him a court hero as the Stags beat Chesterfield in September 2003, 2013? I kept clean sheets, wore pink shirts and liked to score from my own box live on TV. Who am I? Alan Marriott. You and the Big X both had two separate spells under Paul Cox, but who played more games in total, you or X? Me. Your final game at Accrington Stanley saw you play injured and not last the full ninety, but who replaced you in the seventy-third minute, making his Stags debut? Um, was it Corbin Child? Which of your former teammates is now the Stags manager? Uh, John Dempster. And the final game of your first spell ended in a playoff semi-final defeat against York City, but who got sent off in extra time? stop the clock
0: started off bad that didn't it yeah it got
2: progressively better and there will be one debatable talking point which we're going to go over in a second Cam can I have the uh, time without the penalties please Uh, 1 minute 39 1 minute 39 without the penalties plus 15 seconds please uh one minute fifty-five. One minute fifty-five. Quicker so at that's that's th- than you are. Well that's it, that's why, why am, that's why I asked you. Uh, you've got one, <laughs> one two, one, five, four. three, four, five, six, seven in one minute fifty-five. Let's run through I'll those answers. It. It's good, it's up there, it gets you up there, it gets you into one minute fifty-five. Gets you into third place actually. So that's not too bad. I don't think anyone's gonna beat John Delight because that was rapid. He was just on it, he knew everything it was unreal uh, on does your it make f- a
3: difference? it's 54 just in, just in case it makes same thing sense. Sense. it's yeah. what? Yeah. It, was, it was 1 minute 54 not 55 yes. does it make a
2: difference? Uh, probably it might do actually uh, yeah, so yeah. no it okay. doesn't no that's me not <coughs> listening properly uh, first three questions you got wrong so let's look, look at those um, on your first debut against Bath City who was your central defensive partner, partner you said
0: John Thompson it was
2: Tom Naylor Right. Uh, it wasn't there for very long. Ended up going to Derby quite yeah, early on, didn't yeah, yeah. he? Um, you returned after a spell at Wrexham with the Stags. Now back in the Football League, but against who did you make your Football League debut for the Stags? You said Northampton. It was Exeter. Yeah.
0: Northampton I was the first game, wasn't it? Yeah.
2: I feel bad for this one, but you didn't listen to the question. <laughs> uh, the Stags reached the playoffs during your first spell. You contributed yeah. with one goal, but against who? Alphaton. Alphaton, yeah. So I can't give it you because you did get it right. Yeah, in no, no, right I can't give you that one, I'm afraid. Got to be stingent on the rules. I've learnt from the master.
0: No problem. So
3: yeah,
2: yeah. I, I thought work. that was a good effort. Nathan, how many would you would you have got out of that? If you were? I did the know? same.
3: I got off to a very bad start. I didn't I didn't have a clue for the first couple. For the ones for the end, I knew, but probably because we spoke about them in the first two episodes in these, in this episode and the last episode. Well, that's what yeah. we
2: try and do. I think the more. Yeah. I think players need to look into this a little bit more. They sort of know how it goes. We tend to touch over subjects which we're going to come yeah. up in, in the quiz, but some do, some don't. Cam, how do you think you'd have got on in that? All right. Because the thing is, with you, with you, we do take the mick out of you quite a lot because you're the youngest of the group. A lot of the players we had in the last series, Cam can't remember because he wasn't even a thought in his dad's trousers at that point. <laughs> but I think you're probably, other than JD and Muzz and Coxie, you're probably the only player that Cam would have watch, is that fair? Uh, that's about right, isn't it?
4: R- Richie Barker were coming to the end of his time and so was Mick Bolden So I roughly remember them but So you would have struggled more. with their
2: questions but the ones yeah. that's for, for Martin you should have yeah. got. But I don't think that's a bad effort whatsoever. Seven, seven, in <laughs> no, I'm happy with that. You've said a lot of stories about Richie Sutton in yeah, <laughs> SO. episodes. Is there any which spring to mind because I think we all have a list of guests that we'd like to get on the show and Suts for me is, is, is one yeah. of them so I'm going to have to try and get um, him on, maybe I'll have to give him a bit of a nudge and say get on and, and, and think Yeah,
0: yeah, no I'll definitely do that, I spoke to him the other day actually, because um, obviously I've, I've played with him at Tranmere as well, um, he's a funny kid to be fair, um, you've put me on the spot there, I can't think of anything, um, anything that springs to
2: mind. Let's talk about before we talk about on the pitching and things that way. One last story from you. You're quite <coughs> active on Twitter and social media. Political views are often quite on there. <laughs> Tell us this story about when you're getting abused not for not for <laughs> your footballing ability but for your political escapades. What, what's going on yeah, there? Yeah.
0: Like you say I'm very um, very vocal on on Twitter especially when it comes to political views and stuff. Um, Massively into my politics, to be fair. Um, We're going to start talking Brexit here, or Where I Yeah, so I, I remember airing a few views on, on Twitter about my um, decisions to, to vote uh, for the Conservatives in in it been the two thousand. It was one of the general elections. So it was two thousand. 2015, no,
2: 2016, 2016. No, no, it can't, no it Was can't. it when
4: Gordon Brown came out of power and
0: David Cameron went no, in? That
2: was 2000.
0: I can't remember anyway. Um,
2: We've had plenty. haven't we? That's well, if you well. say, that, <laughs> if you remember the team that we played against, we might, we might. It was Atkinson at narrate. the
0: end. The, the, the whenever injured.
2: Yeah, so that would have been Football League then. So that would have been 2015. So there was Gem the, election yeah. 2015. That's right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. The Gem election 2015. Say anything um,
2: about politics, I won't. I won't know. Say the football <laughs> season, straight on it.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I ended up viewing a few um, political opinions about voting for the uh, for the Conservatives. Obviously, not probably not the the brightest move. Um, so you're playing for a working class <laughs> Labour town like Mansfield. It's not now. Yeah, it's it's not not now. Now. Exactly. I do remember predicting st- uh, the future. <laughs> I remember speaking to the new to the new. Um, Uh, MP Ben Bradley actually and and told him that story but yeah this was obviously going back to 2015 and and, uh, yeah I remember I remember my own fans singing you Tory Tory wanker at me during that (laughs) game Uh, which was quite funny obviously it took it all in all in good humour
2: was that a nice change though because most of the time Fans were singing Martin Riley, your misses is fit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That
0: was that was my song, wasn't it? Yeah. I, mean, I thought she was coming tonight, but yeah, I love her. yeah. Now my wife as well. So yeah, congratulations. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a my nice song. <laughs> to be fair, I think she quite quite enjoyed that as well. <laughs> I think yeah. that
2: came about because the especially in the football league days, media were allowed like to do a thing which we loved and we still love to this day. Called Stag, Stagmates, yeah. and always at the end it was who's got the fittest wife or girlfriend, <laughs> and every single player went Riles. <laughs> it, it, it
4: either Riley or Ollie Palmer.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I remember the Stagmates as well, that was good, good times. Yeah, no, it was all good times. I, I, so I had a great, great um, rapport with the Mansfield fans. Um, like I say, i got loads of friends around the town, still have. Um, which I keep in touch with, um, you know. Although there was probably a little bit, of, a bit of truth in the, the chance, you know, the political chance and stuff at the end. And the other one as well, to yeah. be fair. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one as well, yeah. Um, yeah, it's all, it's all good fun. It's all good fun. Like I say, I had a, had a great relationship with the fans, and they are a great set, great bunch. Um, and I do, I, I genuinely wish them all the best, and wish the club
2: all the best. Wrapping things back up to On The Pitch, it's now your second season in the Football League with the Stags, gets to sort of early November time. We're not in the greatest of form. We're struggling a little bit. And Paul Cox comes to the end of his tenure. What can you remember about those days? Because for us as fans, we felt it coming, but it Mm -hmm. was also a very disappointing time because you've got a manager who's basically transformed the club.
0: Yeah. Um... Yeah, I can't... I, I do obviously remember we were in a, we were in a bad spell. Um, I can't remember what was it, what his last game was um, or, or, or what I was feeling, but I, I do remember we, we were in a bad spell. Um, and that's the nature of, of the sport we're in, isn't it? You know, it's, it's, a, it's a results industry and obviously the results weren't going for us at the time. Um, so... You know, although it, it's sad, for, especially for what he, he's done for the club, um, that,
2: that, that is football. Was it a surprise to see Adam Murray given the job, been um, assistant and captain and club legend as yeah,
0: well? Possibly a little bit for me as a player. Um, obviously, looking from the outside, it probably probably wasn't. Um, but yeah, m- maybe maybe a little bit of a surprise. But um, you know, looking back on on Muzz's abilities and, and, and stuff, then not really that.
2: Well, how did you rate him as a, a manager? Because it was a difficult one for us as fans, weren't it, Nate? Because you've got a captain, a player who'd been fantastic and then got into the youth team and done a little bit with them and progressed. It's almost a similar situation with Dance, But how did you find him as a, as a manager? Because it's always interesting when you get... A player who's one of the lads one day and then all of a sudden yeah. the next day it's gaffer yeah yeah
0: very very good very good i brought into um, everything that he he um he tried to do initially Um obviously a new manager coming in change wanted to change a lot of things up um he was great um, like i said really good um, fresh ideas a lot of modern twists and uh, as far as coaching is concerned he was top top drawer um, we had a couple of spats which is um which is usual um in in that six months but yeah purely on a managerial and,
2: and coaching um point of view it was it was great is that what led you to move on or was it just a case of other opportunities no no it was um
0: i was i was absolutely gutted um, when i left that year uh, i wanted to stay um it was a difficult season. Um, obviously, the, bu- the budget was cut massively that year, and it was a real, real grind that that year to, to obviously keep. You know, we nearly got dragged dragged into a um, into a relegation battle that year, and it was um, probably one of my, my toughest in football, to be honest. Um, just for sheer um, effort, just sheer mental and physical effort. And uh, I was I was gutted. I felt like, um, you know, I'd really, really given everything that season, uh, which turned out to be a difficult year. You know, I think, I think I've heard that it was our lowest scoring um, season ever as a, as a Mansfield Town Football Club. Bar for
2: the relegation, it would have been. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So you know, as a as a defender, that that year
2: was 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 really tough was that also the season that we went without getting a penalty or was that the year yeah, after yeah I think then? it was yeah, that yeah. year yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it must have been crazy
0: imagine so yeah. on that <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so purely f- for those reasons like for when Muzz turned around and said he wasn't going to offer me offer me a new contract it was uh, it was it was massively massively disappointing
2: no. we'll end on uh, more of a positive note and a bit of a light hearted note as well in your entire spell as uh, at the Stags three seasons in in total in the space of four seasons effectively if you could pick three players to go on a deserted island with who would you pick and why <laughs> um, <laughs> these are the questions people well I'm going to have
0: to go Greeny because Greeny was my best mate at Mansfield um, you know we are pretty much inseparable um, so I'm going to take Greeny um, who else? Probably I've got to go. Jamie Maguire because he the same. He um, he virtually lived at my house uh, for for a couple of years. Oh, we've
2: heard some stories about your house. <laughs> Cam <laughs> Johnson. <Joshua. laughs> um, used to live a burial
4: Park, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, used to live next door to my sister. <laughs> I've I've heard about the parties.
0: Well, I think there was a couple of end-of-season parties back there, yeah. At the end of the year, so so it was all right.
4: Yeah, I'll yeah. say I've, I've heard about it before. She actually messaged me, um, she saw about this. I was like, you do remember, I used to live next to her. I was like, yeah, I, <laughs> I remember you telling me.
0: <laughs> Ask him about the parties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we did. We, I do remember um, at the end of one season, we ended up after the end-of-season awards, we all ended up back at my apartment and... And uh, we had we did have a note through from the neighbours in the morning, Come saying <laughs> saying we had, literally had to step over bodies on the hallway in the morning. Yeah, it was
2: the worst. <laughs> it would have been.
0: Oh, I can't remember. Can't remember. <laughs> Obviously, we all. probably you know, him, It's a long season, isn't it? We all. Yeah. We all let our hair down at the end. Absolutely. Of the season, but yeah, uh, yes, yeah, so I'll go. I'll go. Greenie, Jamie Maguire, and more uh, more. probably Richie Sutton as well,
2: because, um, like I say, I spent. Spent a long time with him as well. You're in a lift. Yeah. It breaks down. There's a former member of the plane squad in there as well. Who would you hate to be stuck in a lift with?
0: God, that's that's, um, that's a good question. It's a difficult one, that is. I'm not
2: sure. Is there anyone who you think... Not haters in I hate Probably. this person, dislike this person, but maybe hate. I feel like the same. Ritch- I feel like the same. Richie Sutton again. As well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you get a lot of hammer, isn't some, it? Yeah, me? some
0: of his stories and that are just uh, <laughs> just shocking, but he's he was also very good entertainment. Um, yeah, it's a difficult one. That is. Yeah, I'm struggling. <laughs> it's uh,
2: it's it's always an interesting question. What about in terms of a player who will just absolutely do your head in and just wind you up and you'd hate to be sort of stuck in that confined space with. Um, Would it be Gary Roberts if you keep, he keep well, changing yeah, it? Yeah, um,
0: yeah, probably Gary Roberts, yeah, because he'd probably be smoking all the time. Yeah, Gary. maybe Lyndon as well, because Lyndon's just a little an, an annoying little fly. you know, <laughs> <and Michael laughs> used to just buzz about the place, annoying people all the time, so maybe Lyndon. Best moment? Um, oh, there's a few. There was a few there was a few serious games that um that stuck out. Um obviously the Alpha 10 6 3 was a massive game in that season. Beating Wrexham 2-0 um in the first year when Maz scored that uh that that wonder goal. Uh, Rochdale the 3 0 when I scored um at home. Um also I don't know why but muzzers on a personal note muzzers first game um at plymouth at home to plymouth mm. in that season on a personal note we beat him one nil and that was um, that one of my best games probably
2: um yeah what about you i think for me it was in that squad it would be the fleetwood game because that's when it yeah. sort of kicked but that Plymouth game was was yeah. special because it seems like we'd come so far on this journey with these players and then it had sort of gone wrong a little bit and it started to turn turn it round. Yeah, but yeah. but also as well, I just think from a fan's perspective and, and, and always like the laugh, it was always the fact that there was never really a negative, it was always such good banter. Mm. You'd always interact with fans on social yeah, media. Yeah. Um when we do this sometimes it's difficult for us to get players and to get people to want to come down and open up but the fact that yes yeah, straight away I remember you who you are I'd love to come down it'd be great I think the way that you interacted with fans was great and I always remember my girlfriend at the time always laughing and saying I know who's going to be the model as it's, it's always going to be <laughs> it's always going to be Riles, probably Taff and probably Paul Black <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think I think they did be on that front to be honest. But
2: yeah, no, I, like I say, I
0: I did have a really really good three years here. So obviously, there was a lot of low points as well as high points. But because I was living in the town as well, yeah, and I had so many so many friends here, and like I said, I did interact with a lot of the fans and directors and and stuff. It was it was really easy for me to to settle in around here, and it it was. It was hard when I left as well because I really I really wanted to stay, um, so it was difficult for me to leave. But you know that, that's that's football, and like we spoke about at the start of the the um, the episode, you know, it's such a funny industry to be to be involved in. It's like, yeah, it's it's, it's difficult.
2: It's been really uh, uh, really inciting episode Nate. There's so many things which have come out for me what as you reflect on the two episodes and the chat with with Riles what, what will you sort of uh, look back on and think oh, that's a quite a funny story and I didn't perhaps know that um not necessarily the, the, the funny story size it's probably more
3: hearing the insight of of because you've been here twice and it's been sort of a, such a key point in 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 our history obviously coming out of football league then then Putting all the effort into getting back in, I know obviously he wasn't here for the season it did go up, but it was a start of what that that journey. When, you know when Cox came in, and obviously we missed out on that season before, but then you came back and and helped us you know, with that stability. And there was still, like you said, there was a lot of good times, but a lot of hard times. And sort of getting that insight into you know Coxie leaving and Murray coming in, it's, uh, it's sometimes it's like I say I think we'll never get a, a support as supporters a real insight into what it's like as, as players or, or staff and you know, we don't get to see that side so to be able to hear it from a player's point of, point of view is uh, you know, it's, like I say, it op- opens your eyes
2: into it in a different different way. It certainly does, that's the uh, views of Nathan Edge, Cam Felton's been behind the desk and behind the camera, we'll cut to Cam Cam so we can see him one last time, give it a wave, What's, what have you taken away from uh, the last two episodes other than having your theories confirmed about the wild parties that <laughs> they weren't just your sister moaning? Um, <sighs> I'm not sure to be
4: honest. Have you been listening? <laughs> it's, it's, it's a weird thing because it's like, obviously, I, everyone that we've interviewed before has been I've I've either not seen or I've only partially seen. So hearing stories about football that I have actually watched, like I've, whilst Martin was here, I would missed maybe five or six games, if that. So hearing the stories behind that those seasons is like you get to see it behind and behind the scenes stuff and actually what goes off in the dressing room and like stories like the youth team taking an absolute brilliant. <laughs> i love that that's, that's absolutely brilliant but it's the sort of stuff you don't get to hear about because you don't meet these sort of people obviously like you played for Alfred and more recently, still local, but you wouldn't live this way, so you wouldn't yeah. see them knocking around. It's like you see a few Stags players knocking around these days that live sort of Mansfield, and you can interact with them, but players that have been and gone, you don't get to talk to You don't get to hear about what they remember about the time of being at the club.
2: Have you got a final message for Cam's sister, your old neighbour? <laughs> <laughs> Apologise to
0: her for me very
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's been fantastic. Well, this is, as I say, is the second episode of Stag Stories. If you missed the first one, go back on our website, it's all going to be on there. This is something which we're going to strive to try and continue to do over the next uh, couple of weeks before the season starts uh, once again. Um, there will be a little bit more ad hoc and not every one of them will be on video for a couple of reasons. The first one is logistics. Martin's been very kind to us today and travelled up from Birmingham, isn't it, where you're based. Um, Not every person can commit to do that on a a Tuesday night or, or whatever, which means if we do things by phone and by Skype and things like that, the pool of players we can actually reach is a little bit wider, and that means that us as a podcast can bring you better content. So that's something we want to do. We'll continue to try and strive to bring you more video episodes in the future as well. Will there be another legends live i think there has to be there has to be at some point stay tuned for details of more players to come uh, and stay tuned of course for um more details on potential legends live and series three of the mansfield matters podcast as well i've been craig priest alongside me has been nathan edge cam felton's been behind the camera and at the mixing desk as well Simon Mercer's has not been here but I'm sure he'll be listed in uh, sharing the stories and laughing Was in the group chat when we tell him all about tonight but our guest for the first episode of Stag Stories has been Martin Riley Martin thanks very much for coming down and we'll leave oh, the final you. word your final reflections on your time at the Stags with you your good self oh you put me on the spot there aren't you? Uh, so we do it every week every, <laughs> nice every, every
0: episode um, I think I summed it up before really just um, great times three great years and um, in the town as well as, as at the football club um, so yeah just some just some real good memories of, of the club itself and the people
2: around it and your message for fans next season obviously your ex-teammate, ex-central half-partner taking the reins, What's what, yes. what do you predict the future to be? well I wish him all the best uh, I'm sure he'll do an unbelievable job um,
0: you know he deserves it for the job he's done with the new team and stuff like that so. Um, I will be supporting him um, and the club 100%, and, and hopefully, um, promotion beckons so and you can get back to where you belong.
2: This episode was presented and produced by Craig Priest with the Mansfield Matters panel of Nathan Edge and Cam Felton. For more, visit our website at mtfcmatters.co.uk and stay tuned for more stag stories coming soon. This is the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Because Mansfield matters.
1: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year.